Hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, hey, hey. What to do, big man? What to do? This Great is Jotham. This is Obi. And this is... OJ in the morning. OJ in the morning. <laughs> OJ in the morning. <laughs> Let's get it, bro. How are How you, you doing? man? Dude, I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm do- I'm do- I'm do- I've been tired this week, man. For real? Yeah. Dude, I was sent home early yesterday from work. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because... Why? Because I had... So I get... I have migraines. I get migraines. Okay. And I have the worst migraines ever. When I get migraines, bro, my whole body just like shuts down. My f- head feels like it's going to explode. I feel like I'm going to pass out. I feel like I'm going to f- or like faint or blackout and my I get all shaky and I feel weak. And I throw up. And I had a migraine. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I had a migraine at work yesterday. I was like, man, I'm too, I like, I don't, I too feel too sick to work right now. Can you guys send me home? Mm. And they were, I felt, I was, I was so sick. I feel bad. I went home. Dang, dude. So it kind of sucked. But I don't know. Today I'm just like tired. No, I feel, probably from the migraine, like you're just kind of overwhelmed. Your body's yeah. kind of recuperating from that. Probably. I still feel a little bit. I feel like the, you know how after you have a headache or something, you move your head fast and it hurts? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm still facing the re- repercussions from that, you know? No, oh, I hate that feeling. Yeah, so, still that, but other than that, like, I'm good. No, I feel you. What, what week are you guys in for school right now? How far deep into the semester are you guys? I'm not sure. Hello, <laughs> him. Bless you. Hello, him. Wow. Oh, <laughs> Oh, thank you. Sorry. Hey, no, you're good. I'm not sure. I think we're like week six. I'm. I don't have any homework this week though. I finished all that over the weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was chilling. I'm chilling this week. Are you guys actually having like a March break or what's yeah. the plan there? Yeah, I don't think that's until like the the week of the twentieth or something like that. No, it's like well, it's like only like two weeks from now. Or or twenty second week of the twenty second, something like yeah. that. Um, yeah. But it's coming up. I, I want to do something fun. There's like these hot springs that are like five hours from here that Shoot. I really want to go to. Are there like the naked kinds? You got to walk in like you got to be just straight I'm not naked. Sure. I'm not you might sure. want to look into that before you go. Yeah, it, could, it could be. It could, it could very, it very well could be. And we're just going to have to we're just gonna find out. Are you joking? You guys don't expect to do that. You go in there with like. <laughs> Bathing suits, like, now you gotta take those off. Like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so I, I'm i pretty sure they wouldn't make us take it off. They probably wouldn't, but you'd look pretty stupid if, like, you're the only ones wearing, like, like bathing suits. Uh, no. I don't think so. I think, I don't know. Like, nah. <laughs> be good. I'll probably look into that, though. Yeah, but I want to do that. Idea. I'm excited. I want to do that so bad because I need to get out. Yeah, cause I've never like, done anything adventurous in a while, and I'm just like, man, I need to get out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough to do something adventurous when, like, the whole world is kind of going crazy, right? It's not, oh, yeah, for sure, not exactly the, the the prime time to be doing anything, but yeah, this make it it is. Yeah, but how are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But I just I, I just told you recently, but like yeah, I got a new job. Hey, I'll be starting next week, which is which is exciting. 
um, you know, God really came through in that, that area. And yeah. then, but yeah, just in life, just, you know, riding the mm-hmm. wave little by little, just For getting sure. things done, being consistent. For sure. But, Come on. Bro, I feel you. I feel you in the tiredness thing. I definitely feel tired. Yeah. Just like, not really physically all the time, but just more like just mentally tired. Mm-hmm. This has been a lot on my mind, but other than that, I've, I've been all right, though. Been yeah. Not even, like, when I have a day off, do I actually have, like, a day off, you know? Mm, yeah. Because even today, like, today, on the time of recording, when we, we record this, mm. like, I have, today's Thursday, I have, you know, I have classes, and I have stuff to do after classes, all the way up until, like, five or six. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I have like rehearsal at night, and so it's like All right. a whole day. You know what I mean? Or even yeah. on Sundays when I have you know Chick Fil A's, I work at Chick Fil A. You know it's closed on Sundays. <laughs> well, shout out to Kanye, and I'm just kidding. And <laughs> um, it's closed on Sundays, and then even then it's just like I, I serve. Sometimes mm-hmm. I serve three services. Yeah, jeez. You know, and it's just like. That's the whole day right there, you know? Yeah, dude, that's rough. I remember when I was in when I was in college and I was there, like I had I had one day off a month that I could mm-hmm. call my own. And yeah. even that is more than what most people get. Yeah, people, just... like they, they get one day every two months or something. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's busyness, but man. It it is busy because you got school, you got homework, and then you have responsibilities, you have volunteering, it yeah. and work, and it, it was a lot. But it was worth it. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, let's get into it, man. Let's get it. Let's get into it. So today, we are talking. So we're kind of going into like a little series, mini series. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it. Yeah, we kind of like uh, went back and forth, but we don't really know exactly what, yeah. what the right word to use. We're not, I guess we're not just going to label it a series. We're just, I don't know. You can label it a series. I don't know. Mm. I don't have a name for it, by the way. But today's topic is on uh, the illiterate church. Mm. And what I mean by that is not that the church, <laughs> not, <that, laughs> not that the church, not that it's a problem that has been that we face today as mm. Christians is that the universal church as a whole especially like here in the Americas and that kind of thing as a whole are quite illiterate in terms of like, they, not that they can't read, but they don't read mm-hmm. their Bible. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they don't read and, or not, or, no, or they don't want to read, or they don't know. This, the most important thing is that they don't they don't know their Bible. Mm, yeah, I mean, not not it's not one thing is to read your Bible. The other thing is to like actually know the contents of what's inside mm. of it, you know. And it's so massively important to the church. And what what to me what. What astonishes me most about this is that we have so many Christians that have proclaimed the faith, but don't know the basis or the foundations for their faith. 
you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And it's just, it baffles me because it's like, well, if, if you don't know, then why do you believe then? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why is this your faith? This is, this is the evidence, like the, the book is the foundation for everything and, and, and you don't know it. Yeah. And this is, it's, it's just so difficult for me and it, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go out and say that I'm the most studious guy in the world. Mm. If you know me, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the most, I'm not the most studious guy and I'm not like reading my Bible six you know, hours a day and studying and all this stuff. Like I'm not, but I do read mm-hmm. my Bible. I'm in the Bible college. I'm learning about the Bible actively. I do read my Bible, you know, and I'm learning. But what have, what's been revealed to me is why are people doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, like what I'm, what I'm, I'm so concerned with the, like, why aren't people doing this? You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, before I came to Bible college, I was like, and here's where this stems from is before I came to Bible college, you know, I grew, I grew up a pastor's kid. Um, and I grew up in the church, like I've said before, and I, I came to Bible college thinking I knew everything there was to know about the Bible. And I got here and I was like, dude, I don't know anything (laughs) about my faith. And Mm. just led me to believe like the more I dive into the word, the more I don't know the more I need to know. Mm. And I just, to me, I just, it's the biggest problem with any church is to have yeah. members or pastors or leaders or just uh, churchgoers that don't know what's inside that Bible. Yeah. Yeah. I think b- biblical knowledge and understanding the Bible is, is, is not an easy task. And I think that's why for sure. Uh, it's so easy to just almost kind of ignore it and then just kind of take whatever your pastor says and just be like, okay, that's just what it is. You know, that's just the truth. I'm just going to believe whatever my pastor tells me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when you have, like, one of our teachers, um, he's been studying the Bible forever, right? And then, mm-hmm. like, he's still, in our classes, he would say, like, I'm still learning stuff. I'm still going through stuff and, and like, something sure. new pops out of me. I'm like, oh shoot, like this is something I never I never noticed, a connection I never made before. And you only get those connections, you only get that understanding from reading it and from being in like consistently um interacting with the Bible and studying it. And I think for most people why we some people don't do it is because it's a daunting task and mm-hmm. it does take discipline. It like it's not it's not easy like i know even for myself even though i've 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 um been a christian for like over a decade uh it's it's still sometimes it's a discipline for me sometimes it's a discipline to be like to sit down and be like okay i need to read and not just read but like try to understand and meditate on it and let the truth kind of like sit in my mind rather than just reading words on a page because mm-hmm. that doesn't really help at all and yeah. when it comes to like the church, I think it's more common. I don't, I don't know if I can even say that's more common in the Americas. I think no matter where you go, you have people who are biblically illiterate and don't understand. Yeah. It's common to me because I'm, we're, I'm in this culture. 
Anyway. Right, exactly. Yeah, we, so we guess, speak from our frame of reference. Yeah, from my frame of reference, from my how relevant it is to me. Like it, it's, you know, it's on a, it's painted on a picture for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We've 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 experienced like biblical literacy, not just in our surroundings, but also in ourselves, and we're for able sure. to understand where we got it from, and then because of that, we're able to kind of have a better insight of our culture that we're living in. Yeah, but. Like last last week, we talked about like the prosperity gospel and all that kind of stuff, and a lot of the root issues in, um, in in like our belief system or in our church government and how we how we live our lives. A lot of the times, those problems stem from a like a misunderstanding of the Bible, mm-hmm. and when you don't understand what the Bible teaches, you don't understand. Uh, pretty much like you were saying, like this is the foundation of our belief system. Yeah. If you don't understand what the Bible is saying, then of course you're going to have some, some issues with how you live out your faith or even you're going to have some problems with what faith even is. Right. Um, yeah. So like for you, like what are some, what are some issues you've, you've noticed that come like are connected with biblical literacy? Like what are some things you've noticed? I think the, the biggest, the issue for what I think is, the uh, when it comes down to interpretation mm. you know like you can you can i mean i guess everybody can say oh i interpret the bible this way i interpret the bible bible that way i'm like well it doesn't really matter how you interpret it it's like y- you can't put words into the author's mouths of yeah. authors of the writers who wrote the book you know yeah. you can't put words um into their mouths and you can't shift it to mean what you think it says yeah or what you think it should say or how you feel it should say you know like the biggest problem is the interpretation i think that's where everything goes goes you know goes out the window it's just Mm. what what the we have to and it's very hard yes it is hard because obviously all the time we don't have greek words we don't have the tone of voice we don't have cultural implications we don't have historical uh, implications, geographical location, everything like that. You know what I mean? We don't have understand the whole context of it or the context of everything. So it's like, it's hard to, you know, truly fully understand sometimes when you read something. I know I've done it. Like when I've read something, I'm like, man, I don't know what the heck they're saying, you know, or I don't mm. know what they're, I don't know what they mean by this, but it's the interpretation there then is, is going down and trying to figure out, okay, what does, this person in the Bible actually mean by that? And what does it mean to the audience when they read it? Yeah. And, and how did they interpret it? What, what did it mean to them? You know, mm. it can't, it can't mean to you, someone who's living in 21st century America, the same thing as it meant to, uh, uh, first century Christian Jew living in, mm. you know, the, in, the church of you know Thessalonica or something like that right? <laughs> yeah so it could because there's no you, you know what I mean like that there's thousands of year, years apart mm. there's many differences between them and who we are now and so there's just like it, it couldn't mean the same thing to you right you know it has to mean something to them and you can't try to tit twist what that meant mm-hmm. um, and so the biggest and most 
I think important thing is is to, that it's lost. Or what was your question? <laughs> like, what are some issues that you can perceive from a yeah. step so the biggest, from biblical literacy? Yeah. yeah. So one of the biggest issues then is that that issue of interpretation, and mm-hmm. and it's hard to do. I'm not saying it it it's not, you know. Yeah. But then. But that, that I think that's the biggest key right there. Mm. Yeah. It, is sorry. Is grabbing is grabbing the book and trying to be like, well, I think it means this. You know, that's that's a huge problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's kind of like conforming the Bible to our worldview. For yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see that. I think that's kind of how we get so many uh, different. Um, like theologies and different, different sure. um, like belief systems and stuff. Like you have people, you know, who believe one thing about the end times. You have somebody else who believes like something else about how church government should be and, and yada, yada, yada. And I think a good question that comes up is then like, okay, if the Bible, if, if so many people get so many different um, views of, how to live your life or of Christianity, then is the Bible then not clear? Yeah. Like, what would you say to that, that kind of a question? Like, is the Bible just not clear enough on certain things? And that's why there are so like so many varying belief systems that all stem from the Bible. Yeah. The Bible is unclear about some stuff and it is true. Like it's, it's unclear about a lot of things, but they, but then there it's like the emphasis I guess what people emphasize over one thing or over another is, is then, you know, hmm. for example, um, I guess next, our next week's topic, which we're going to talk about, you know, some people overemphasize the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, some people have over or, or even D like, I don't know what's the opposite of that. De-emphasize. I don't hmm. know. Is that a word? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Or underemphasize. There we go. Mm-hmm. Or even underemphasize the work of the Holy Spirit, you know. And so it's just like a, a matter of like where the the emphasis is. People pick out certain parts and think we're gonna stick to, we're gonna believe this part um, of our doctrine. This part of the doctrine of, you know, we're gonna believe this part, and this is what we're gonna emphasize in our church, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's how we get so many different denominations. This is how we get so many different things is because the overemphasis of one area or one doctrine or one teaching, right? Then it's like, that's how we get so much, I guess, division, but it's not really, I guess I wouldn't say we're division intentionally, but there's just a different uh, emphasis. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think what you were saying earlier, kind of like how the Bible like it leaves some things unclear. Uh, I think the Bible kind of leaves some things unclear um, because it doesn't really want us to focus on those things. Yeah, I you know. Yeah, I think that too. Like, I don't like. There's a lot of stuff. It's like, oh, what about the end times that are unclear? Well, he didn't really specify it, or well, it's not really specified, so it sh- we shouldn't really matter. It sh- we shouldn't really, um, you know, care too much, right? Like I, I think like, like yeah, Go ahead. or not care too much, but like we shouldn't try to dig into what's not there and what unanswered questions yeah. there are. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. By the right. 
No, I, I agree with you 100. percent Like, I think a lot of times when there are, when there's a gray area, it's easy to try to like fill in the blanks with our own uh, for sure our own beliefs and our own perceptions, and then say, "Oh, that's this that's gospel now." It's like, well, the Bible doesn't really make that very clear, so it's hard to try to like just you know inject my own worldview into the Bible and then call it God's word. You know what I mean? Because that's just my own yeah. worldview. That's not God. That's like what God said. So, um, yeah. I think it's important then to understand the whole canon of scripture. You know what I mean? And we were, sure. talking, we were talking about this before uh, we started recording. It was just kind of like a big reason why biblical illiteracy is so challenging is because it's so easy to take like one scripture and take it out of context and then create uh, like a theology or a doctrine based sure. on something that's not true. And you say, oh, it's in this scripture. So you had to compare that scripture, not just to the context surrounding that scripture, but you have to also have to compare that scripture to, to the, the whole, the Bible. yeah, to the whole yeah. Bible and see like, okay, like you might just get a piece of something that another book and another part of the Bible will, will, will better complement and help you in a, a more grand scheme of everything. Yeah. And, and, and that I, and that's where I think biblical literacy is so dangerous is because it's so easy to take things out of context. It's so sure. easy to yeah. read a scripture and say, oh, then therefore, um, you know, God is like this, or we're yeah. supposed to operate like this. It's like, well, you got to understand, like, there's a whole lot of scripture that talks about a whole lot of things. Yeah, for sure. And it paints a, a bigger picture for you to better understand. Like, for instance, like, there's a scripture, and I, I'm, again, I'm not fully, like, well-versed in the Bible as well as I would like to be. But there's a scripture that talks about, um, like, not tattooing yourself, right? And so many people will take that and say, oh, and therefore I shouldn't get tattoos. And if you get tattoos, you're sinning, uh-huh. right? And I – but when you look at, like, the, the context of it, that scripture is put also beside other scripture that's saying, like, you shouldn't wear clothing with two different, um, two different materials. You yeah. know, you, sh- you shouldn't – Trim, oh, for sure. You shouldn't trim mm-hmm. the temples, like, like the hair of your temple, you know? It's yeah. so like, well, what you, like, you got you to understand, like, that's written from, from a different culture in which doing those things meant something different from what it means now. So, yeah, like, for sure. tattooing yourself in that day was, like, it's, it's more towards, like, a pagan thing, whereas now mm-hmm. it's not pagan. You're not a witch, a witch doctor for getting a tattoo. You're just having art on your arm, Right. So and that yeah. that can be considered great. People would have different opinions on that, and I understand that. But we yeah. have to understand the the, the context it's, of the scripture because yeah. if you take that out of context, you can create these different theologies that yeah. really don't have that much of a backing to it. Mm. And then once you apply, so that this is where this is where that kind of thing diminishes, or that kind of thing goes. It's kind of hard to. With 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 what you just said, like the whole, you know, there's one place in the Bible that says do not tattoo yourself. Then once you start like, when you apply that, it's like, okay, well, if you're gonna apply this thing that it says, then you gotta play apply everything that it says into yeah. that, you know, from that same passage, right? And then I'm like, so I'm like, so what if I, you know, cut my temple like i like a nice fade you know that means i'm shaving my temple and my you know what i mean so you got there's like stuff that happens there where it's like well you you see it once and you're like all the bible says this well scripture proves scripture yeah you know and 
there's some things that are like just mentioned one time in the Bible. And it's like, oh, I got to fill my whole foundation of Bible through it. But yeah, I mean, again, it's only mentioned one time. And within its context, it meant something quite different, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's where we got to, um, like, we got to be careful. Of. Um, there's another thing that I was going to say is that, um, and there's a lot of things that in the Bible, there's only mentioned one time and it's kind of like, you know, but there's other things where it's like mentioned over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And repeatedly mentioned. So it's like, okay, let's, let's focus on, I mean, those are big things. Let's focus on big things like Jesus, you know, resurrection and, you know, mentioned in the old Testament, you know, it was given an account in the gospels. It was referred to back by the new Testament, uh, apostles and everything like that. You know, in creation, even all the way with, over to Revelation. Like, there's things that have that have the whole. Like, you gotta understand the whole context of the Bible. You know, mm. how does how does this passage, one passage, re- relate to the whole chapter, and how does that chapter relate to the whole book? How does that then book relate to the rest of the New Testament? Let's say if you're reading out of the New Testament, right? Um, and then how does that New Testament? How does that then relate to the Old Testament? You know, you gotta. You got to weigh the whole thing. Mm. And uh, I think that's, it's really easy to just pick apart pieces, mm. pick pieces and, you know, and that's why I, I understand, like, I get that sometimes, you know, you only read this much a day or, or whatever, but like, you, there's a whole Bible that you have to wrap your head around. Yeah. When reading, when reading the Bible. And I think the problem, I think another, like a big problem, is like um my my teacher was mentioned in class today he was like um he was like how many how many uh like how many people don't actually know their bible how many uh churches are actually like like pushing for people to read their bible how many people are like asking to bring their bibles to church how many people are being how many are we asking them to read at home how many he's like do we even put up uh, he's like, do do preachers preach out of the Bible, or do they just preach stuff and never mention the Bible or never open it, yeah. or do we even? He's like, is because some people's exposure to the Bible or the Word of God sometimes is even like only on Sundays. Like some people are only being exposed to the to the Bible to the Word of God on Sunday when they're at service. Mm-hmm. That's a really sad thing. And but he's like. And how many how many people even then put, uh, uh, you know, the scripture that they're reading on the on on the on like on the big screen so that everybody can see and read it for themselves? You know, mm-hmm. like what is the the amount of ex- exposure people are getting to the word? Like this is, I, and I think it's just a, a better. And I, I ask myself, how can we how can we fix that? How can we change that? What what can we do? Is there something we can do? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, because I was like, man, that is the most devastating thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a, a church or a people of faith that do not know the contents of their faith or even like how to go about their faith or why. You know, a lot of people, I came to Bible college and I was like, man, I got there one time and I was like, man, I don't even know why I'm here. 
You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And and I'm like, I don't even know why I believe the things I do or why I follow Jesus, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I'm I I'm going off track. Um but I was asking myself, how do we fix that? How do we get more uh how do we get the Bible from being words on a page to printed on people's hearts? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that is that is the question I'm I'm looking for, or that is the, an answer to a question. That's the question I'm looking answers for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's actually a good question. Um, I think it just comes from continued exposure to it. I think, <clears throat> mm. um, like, and it I, it's, it is hard because like sometimes it's just a choice to be like I'm going to read the Bible and go off of what the Bible says rather than what I'm told, and. Choosing, yeah. choosing to think based off of what I'm no, like choosing to get my belief system from the Bible rather than get my belief system from a pastor or from a church. Yeah. Right. And I think right now we've kind of, at least this is the way I think culture has gone is that we've chosen to get our theology and our beliefs from a, a church and a pastor rather than from the Bible. And For sure. the problem is sometimes a lot of churches and a lot of pastors, their theology doesn't really come from the bible it comes from personal opinion or experience or experience and they just use the bible to try to support their views and therefore it kind of like twist the bible into being something that it isn't um or you have people who just live based off of their experience experience and based off of their emotions and the bible doesn't really have any significant authority in their lives Mm -hmm. um so i think it really comes from understanding what the bible is yeah. And I think that when Christians truly understand what the Bible is, what it's for, and why it's important, that's when it will become more important to our lives. And that's why we'll take it a lot. That's when we'll take it more seriously. <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless you. Bless, you. <laughs> bless <laughs> me. You. I didn't do anything. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you too. No, thank you. Bless. Thank you. I'll take that blessing. And <laughs> but yeah, it, it is, it is, it comes from, I think, understanding the importance of the Bible. And knowing the role it should play in a Christian's life rather than just kind of being like an accessory to our life experiences. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I just recommend, like, I'll, I'll, I'll recommend to anyone, go to a Bible college. <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, go, go to a Bible college because you need to learn or whatever. Like, I, I, just, I do recommend, like, taking some kind of doctrinal class or some kind of yeah. online course, just a biblical foundation, you know, you know, some kind of uh, doctrinal belief. I don't know, class or something like that. Just kind of... Even like a Bible reading and, class, a class that teaches you how to read the Bible even. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know, I just recommend that. Just practical things. You know, you can take a you can take an online class at my Bible college for 30 bucks. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, I don't know. I can just recommend to anyone that real quick. Just so, like, I'm not saying everybody has to go to Bible college. <laughs> uh, that's, not, that's not what I believe. But I, I do believe we should be reading and learning our Bible and growing in the faith. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's just one way. 
to go about it. No, I agree. So, but um, yeah. What what do you, I want to ask you? What do you think was? Because you asked me, what do you think is the biggest like issue or the biggest um, I guess issue we face with this? Because you asked me and I talked about like interpretation and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what exactly your question was, but I want to know what your what you think. Uh, yeah, I think I asked you uh, like what are the issues that stem from biblical literacy that you've perceived. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. I think uh, I think deception. I think is really Oof. the big problem I see. Like people who live deceived, yeah, and they believe they believe what they think makes sense, and a lot of times what they make sense isn't actually the truth. Um, yeah. It kind of goes to like what we were saying. We were talking about last week. We were talking about uh, like the prosperity gospel and the impact that has, and why it's really not true. There's no really strong biblical basis for it, and yeah. so many people are deceived into believing that because it makes sense. Because right? it makes sense, right? And it, exactly. And, yeah. And that's just like the tip of the iceberg of what you can be deceived by and what you can end up getting into if you don't really know the Bible. You can. Sure. You can like. You can believe anything. You know, you'll, yeah. you'll literally believe anything if you don't know the solid truth. And we live in an age where truth is, uh, it's relative. Uh, is that the right word? Is it relative or objective? I don't remember. But it's kind of like... Um, truth is the... Uh, say that again? I forget. Like, it's like truth like nowadays is either relative or objective. I forget which one it is. It's kind of like everybody has uh, their own version of the truth. and that's. I think that's relative. Yeah. yeah. I think it is too. But it's kind of like... You can you can believe your truth and not believe my truth, but our truth our truth our truth are pretty much they're both the truth. Yeah, which I think in reality is kind of messed up, but that's just mm. the culture that we're living in. But when we live in that kind of age, it's so easy to be deceived into believing something that's not the truth because it's simply oh, it's my truth and it's what I've experienced. It's my <coughs> it's just my 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 whatever my beliefs but your beliefs could be wrong and when you don't have the bible to understand what's right and what's wrong in your belief system then you'll just you'll believe anything right and that's why you you have people believe that the vaccine for covid19 is the mark of the beast right that's 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 like (laughs) that's deception that's like it's absolute like (laughs) stupidity but like people will believe that people you have people like legit legitimately (laughs) believe that and it's like are you out of your your mind and they'll they'll try to use the bible to justify it it's like you don't know the bible if you believe that then you don't know the bible at all yeah for sure and that's and that's i guess like what i think the the biggest danger I'm sorry, that was just too funny. Yeah, that was too funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it is. It's funny. It's like you hear it. And you're, like, you're like, are you serious? Yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's probably the biggest danger. I think that comes from biblical literacy nowadays. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. For sure. And what does the Bible say? Do not be deceived. Hey, come on. And the devil is really good at deceiving people. Oh yeah. His first win. I guess, like against the people of God was like against Eve, mm-hmm. you know, when he deceived her. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that the devil won. That's not what I'm trying to say. Right, like the right. devil won. No, 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 yeah. But I'm saying like 
in that moment, he deceived her. Yeah. Like, that is what he's, he's good at, that. Yep. You know? And it's really easy to be deceived now, especially when you don't know, especially when you don't know, like, what you believe, you know? Yeah. So you just believe everything, like you said. I grew up in church, and now I would, like, listen. I kind of just, like, believed everything. I'm like, wait. And now thinking about it, I'm like, wait. I don't know about that, mm. you know? Um, but yeah, deception is easy because then you can just deception. Deception leaves like when you don't have a biblical foundation, then you have holes. Yeah, and that makes room for deception to kind of just get in there and permeate into the whole rest of it, you know. Mm. And so I don't know if that's a good analogy to use, but um, yeah, deception makes its way in there. Yeah, and it'll stay in there for as long as you let it. Exactly. Because that's what you think. That's what you then think is true. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's a good one, man. I didn't even think about that till just now, or until you brought it up. Mm. Yeah. There you go, my guy. Anyway. <laughs> huh? There you go, my guy. There you go. There you go. Mm. And there you go, fellow listeners of OJ in the morning. I think we're at that point. Yeah. And um, we're not, we're not, we're not, uh, again, I don't know if I've said this, but if I have said it, then I'm going to re-say it. My, our, our purpose for this is not to like bash on anyone or, or try to discourage or make anyone feel bad. Like we're not, we're not trying to do that. We're trying to, uh, I guess it's, it's more, if you're listening more like a, just kind of warn you, heads up. Yeah. Um, just kind of be that alarm for anyone. And we're not trying to bash on anyone. Like, mm. we, if anything, we want to encourage you. Like, hey, go, go, go read your Bible. You know, go, yeah. <laughs> go get out there. Go learn. Go study. There's a truck passing by. Go learn. Go study. You know, get into the word. Yeah. And we're we meaning this to be encouraging. We don't mean this to be discouraging. Right. And we're not, we're not trying to hurt anyone. Um, we're actually just trying to want, hopefully raise, raise some awareness mm. and try to get you, get y'all motivated to get in there and, and get into the word of God. It's yeah. bread, man. It's bread. Yeah. It's food. Food for thought. Food for life. Food for the wife. <laughs> what? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I just wanted something to rhyme. I could tell you were trying to find something to say. I was like, "What the frick?" <laughs> hey. Yeah. But anyway, oh, man. um, get on out there, read your Bibles. Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 So thank you again for listening. Um, we encourage you today. You know, and we love you guys. Uh, pray that you guys are blessed and we'll see you all again next week. Yes, see y'all next week.